us on a series titled Rest. We have looked at rest by the help of the Holy Ghost in four different categories. We, we have looked at rest from the perspective of rest from labor. From our labor, we have looked at rest from the perspective of rest from our enemy. And also, we have also looked at rest from the perspective of spiritual rest. That means when a Christian suddenly changes his or her mind and say, well, there's too much of all of these things, I'm just going to take a rest. The enemy could strike within that few seconds. And then lastly, we look at eternal rest yesterday. Now, but the question is that what are the hindrances? What is the obstacles to eternal rest and also both rest here on earth? And one of the major hindrances that the Bible summarizes can be found in the book of Matthew, I mean, num book of Numbers. So I will need, um, I will need two volunteers. So I'm going to read from Numbers 14. Numbers 14, quickly. Uh, now I'll read from Numbers 14 from verse 21. I'll read to 25. Somebody should read from verse 26 um, up to verse 29. And somebody else will take it from verse 20, uh, from verse 30 to 33. So Numbers chapter 14, Numbers 14, and I'm going to be reading from verse 20. Actually, I'll read from verse 20, from verse 20. And the Lord said, I have pardoned the iniquities, I have pardoned, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men, all those men, which have seen my glory. You know what it means to see the glory of God? It means that you have asked, you have prayed before and he answered you. You asked him to heal you and he healed you. You asked mm -hmm. him to supply your needs and he supplies your needs. You asked him for a job, he gave you a job. You asked him to give you, to settle you maritally and today you are, you are settled maritally. You ask him to approve your visa to Canada, and here you are in Canada. And so you have seen the glory of God. That is what it means. Now, and, and my miracles, <clears throat> you have seen the miracles of God, which I did in Egypt and in, in, the, in the wilderness, and have tempted me. You see, one of the miracles, because miracle give back to miracle, that I have seen together with my family that will not forget, among many other miracles, is the fact that, I remember when the, 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 our second son was to be delivered. It looks as if, you know, we don't know how it was going to be. You know, my wife had been in labor for, for, for maybe at least more than 24 hours. And so, and I was actually more concerned for her. And so, and God had promised us that this child is going to be delivered naturally without any form of C-section. So we held on to the promises of God. But at the point, Honestly, that began to set in. Uh, because I was I was just concerned about it. I said, okay, well, maybe at this point, I was thinking it in my heart. I said, maybe at this point, let's just do the C-section so that this woman can gain their uh, 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 freedom. But then I remember I just told my wife, give me uh, some space. I just, I just went out of the room. Uh, she thought I was, I said, no, I'm not going far away. Just, I just, just need to, to just step out. And as I was going, I was going to praise God. And, and before I could open my mouth to see anything, God spoke to me in my local dialect, which is Yoruba. God spoke to me. He said, Ilirio Luwa, yeah. And that's one of his names. 
And God says, my promises, what I have said to you, I will do. So I went. Before I could come back and get something to eat, baby is here. No C-section, God did it. I have seen the miracle of God. You have seen the miracle of God. That is why God is offended when the people turn their back against him. Now, I went, I now move on. Which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these 10 times. Can you see that? And I've tempted me these 10 times and have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear to unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully. You will follow the Lord fully. I will follow the Lord fully. Our house will follow the Lord fully. And now follow me fully. Him will I bring into the land where, 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 in, where into he went. And his seed shall possess. Somebody should read from verse 25 uh, up to verse 29. 25 to 29. Go ahead. 25 to 29. Now, now, the, now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow turn and move out into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? Did you hear that? How long shall I bear with this evil congregation? Who do what? Who complain against me? Go ahead. I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you who were numbered according to your entire number, from 20 years old and above. Amen. Amen. Yes. From verse 30 to 33. Except for Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I saw I would make you dwell in. But your little ones, whom you said would be victims, I will bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. But as for you, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and your mm. sons shall be shepherds in the wilderness forty years and mm. bear the brunt of your infidelity until your our children will not be a wanderer in this land in the name of Jesus. Amen. Parents, your children will not suffer in the future because of your unbelief in the name of Jesus. Amen. Read that verse 33 again, the last verse. And your sons shall be shepherds in the wilderness forty years, and bear the brunt of your infidelity, infidelity until mm. your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness. Mm. King James said, "And your children shall wander." Come on, Kakri. That's not the portion of our children in the name of Jesus. And he said, "And your children shall wander in the wilderness forty years." Now, and bear your own wardom. Until your carcasses be wasted in, in the wilderness. That is not our portion in Jesus' name. What is the Lord saying to us this morning as we set out for a glorious day? The obstacle to both rest here on earth and eternal rest is summarized in one word. Unbelief. 
unbelief is a major obstacle to entering God's promised land and eternal rest for all believers. Unbelief is a spirit, but not of God. It's a demonic spirit. And when you walk with people that have the spirit of unbelief, you see, the spirit of unbelief is also the same thing as the spirit of doubt. When you walk with somebody who lacks zero faith, somehow you begin to think like them. Somehow you begin to speak like them. In the face of prayer, people begin to change their mind. In the face of prayer, they begin to complain the ear of God. In the face of prayer, they begin to have double mind. Unbelief also relates to doubt. God has promised to do great things in your life. Both in this month, in this week, in this year, for the rest of your life. Your major hindrances is unbelief. is if you doubt God. Mary said, be it unto thy hand, may as you have said. The Bible said concerning Abraham, who against hope believed in hope. There was nothing else to believe, yet he still believed. And he was called Father, you know, he was, he was counted unto him for righteousness. The Bible also tells us concerning Enoch, the man who had the testimony of righteousness, who believed what God said. Are you doubting what God said because you are challenged right now? God is angry if you are doubting him. What it simply means that unbelief you are, it makes, what you are simply saying is that you are doubting God's ability. You are saying God is not enough for me. If you are beginning to, you are saying you are waiting for a child, you are waiting for one miracle, and as a result of that, because God did not answer you on time, you now want to go and bow down to idol, God forbid. You know what that means? You are grieving God. You are saying, God, you are not more than enough. You can't do it. And that pains God. Now, also, when you unbelieve, it grieves the Spirit of God. The Bible tells us in the book of Genesis chapter 6, Genesis chapter 6, in verse 3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his day shall be an hundred and twenty years. Unbelief makes God to shorten the lifespan of man. The people of Israel, God, the God that delivered them, rescued them with more than more than ten mighty signs and wonders from the hands of Pharaoh. They saw how water turned to blood. They saw how plague lies, flies, all of them, frog, you know, they saw thick darkness in Egypt, but there was light with them. They saw how the Red Sea parted. They saw many miracles. Water came out from the rock. They saw the cloud. They saw an angel. They, they heard the voice of God. All of this put together, but they forget. The same thing with our life as believers. As you go today, ask the Lord, deliver me from the spirit of unbelief. What makes people to doubt is the challenges they see the giant. But God is bigger than the giant. Oftentimes, God may, may hide himself from us. Hide himself, not because we sin, but to prove what is in our heart. Brethren, are you doubting God? Stop doubting him because he grieved God. He makes him angry. And when God is, he, the Bible says, anger lasts black, but in that, that moment, it could terminate a lot of things. Brethren, stop doubting God. Believe what he says. 
Don't allow the challenges around you to make you doubt God. I want you to bow down your head this morning. You are going to pray three prayers. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. This morning, as I set out, I thank you for sending your word unto me. I will run with this word. I will go with this word. I will excel with this word. I believe this word. And I will triumph with this word. In the name of Jesus, your second prayer point, we don't have time, is Father, deliver me from the spirit of unbelief. The spirit of unbelief is at work in many believers. Though they are believers, there are many, uh, there are many uh, you know, believing unbelievers. Believing unbelievers. Yes, they are saved, but they are doubters. God said, I have nothing to do with them. They have departed from my ways. I hope you are not one of them. Pray this morning, Father, deliver me from the spirit of unbelief. And your last prayer point, and you combine with your personal prayer. Father, as I set out today, increase my faith. And then add your personal prayer. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. You have not invited Jesus into your heart. Maybe you have accepted him before, but you went back again because of the pressure of the world. Or maybe because of one delay, you felt that God is not there. You felt that God is not real. God is real. He has always been God. He will continue to be God. It is not your situation that determines whether God is alive or not. He has always been God. Your own is to believe him, trust him with all your heart, and he will say to you. Now you are here this morning. You have not accepted Jesus. Why the rest of us make sure you are praying? Unbelief, pray that Lord deliver me from the spirit of doubt. The spirit of, of unbelief, doubting your word, doubting your promises, complaining, murmuring. Say, Lord, deliver me. I will rejoice. You are here this morning. You have not accepted Jesus. I want to raise up your right and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray this morning, as many that have prayed this prayer from their heart, please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Now, lift up your voices this morning. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I give you the adoration. Thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. I give you the glory. As I go out, I will run with this word. This word will profit me and my household. In the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, deliver me from the spirit of unbelief. In the name of Jesus, deliver your church. Deliver your people in the name of Jesus. The Canaan land that you have for me, I will get there. Your eternal rest, I will not miss it. In the name of Jesus, Father, increase my faith. In the name of Jesus, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Be merciful unto me and to your church. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'd like you to unmute your devices and stretch forth your hand. Mighty God, ancient of days, lily of the valley, I want to thank you specially for being here this morning. Thank you for waking us up again. In your presence, we find joy, strength. We find peace. We find you. We are grateful this morning for causing your face to shine upon us. Lord, I ask this morning, this word that we have received, we thank you for this word. Please, Father, as many that are already ravaged by the spirit of unbelief, by the spirit of doubt, this morning the power of God set you free. Amen. The power of God lose you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, every storm around your life right now that's making you to doubt God, 
I command such storm to cease in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for you. God will multiply time unto you. Amen. Amen. You have not wasted your time with God. No, you have Amen. not. God says He will multiply time unto you. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Multiply strength. He will multiply resources. As you are trusted in God, God will show Himself strong Amen. in your life. Amen. And because you are trusted in God, God said, I should tell you, your descendant will not have reason to sorrow in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We work stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God, in your own age, in Christ, darling, your descendant will be thanking God on your behalf. Amen. In mighty name, we are friends. Amen. The power of the Lord heal you. In Jesus' name, we are friends.